We are all trying to be good based upon some standard of goodness that appears to be innate. It's hardwired into us. And we instantiate these standards in moral systems. We declare things to be right and wrong. And we hold one another to these standards. Societies do not function apart from some measure of agreed upon morality. This really is the point that C.S. Lewis makes in the opening of his must-read book, Mere Christianity. We have an awareness at the level of conscience that informs us about what is right and wrong. Our conscience, as the Apostle Paul writes in Romans 2, it either excuses our thoughts, words, or actions, it excuses them as being right, or accuses us of wrong. We all have this. Of course, there is a way in which the human conscience can become calloused by repeated injury and neglect, and I would also be willing to grant that the pervasive effects of what the Bible calls sin has dulled the senses of our conscience, even to the point that some individuals appear not to have a fully formed conscience, but those are discussions for another time. For all intents and purposes, I would argue that it is true to say that human beings have an inborn conscious awareness of categories of right and wrong, even down to a detailed awareness of basic objective moral truths. We know that it is true that lying is wrong, that murder is bad, that love is good, that theft is bad, etc., etc., etc. I think we all know this. So then it is as true to broadly assert that all humans have this conscious awareness as it is to say that all humans have 10 fingers and 10 toes. Yes, there are some humans that do not have 10 fingers or 10 toes, whether due to birth defects or injury, but it is enough true to say that all humans have 10 fingers and 10 toes, and it is enough true to say that all humans have a conscience. Okay, but what's the point of all this, you ask? Our innate moral sensibilities are manifested in moral systems, religious and non-religious moral systems alike, by which we believe we will be right, or as religious people would put it, we would be righteous. And not only will we individually attain some form of rightness or righteousness, but also in keeping these moral systems, we will usher in a state of enlightened perfection, Utopia. If we just lived according to X system of righteousness, then we ourselves would achieve personal righteousness and perhaps bring about global perfection resulting in perfect well-being for all. We have both sacred or religious and secular non-religious expressions of this sort of concept. Look around. This is the reality we live in. It is important to understand that the non-religious atheistic crowd has this religious impulse just as much as the traditionally religious, and they are just as convinced that their view is correct as are those that are Protestant, Catholic, Jewish, Hindu, Muslim, or Buddhist. Every group, religious and non-religious alike, has moral sensibilities and systems that they believe are self-evidently true and rational. They are convinced that their way is the way, they are trying to influence and persuade others to adopt their perspective. And unfortunately, from time to time, if we're unable to persuade people by influence, 
we'll try to force our view upon them. If you've gotten this far in this video and watched some of my other videos, I'm sure you've noticed that I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor. I know church history, and I understand that at various times in church history, Christians have been as guilty as others of trying to force our worldview when we were unable to persuade by influence. I'm not one to try to hide that reality, and I won't make excuses for it. But I will say that when Christians have done so, they have done so without the full support of Scripture. Moreover, I think we've been guilty of doing so as a result of misunderstanding the purpose of our God-given conscience and the revelation of Scripture. In Romans chapter 3, the Apostle Paul says, By the law is the knowledge of sin. Here's the point. The general revelation of your conscience and the detailed revelation of God's law, neither of these are given so that we will be or become righteous or bring about a perfectly righteous utopia. They are given to show us that we are broken. And I would suggest that they're doing that perfectly in 2021, just as they did 2,000 years ago or 4,000 years ago. We are broken. Our natures are fallen, and we are in need of redeeming grace, forgiveness, and transformation. I understand that it took a lot to get to this point, but this is the point. The inclination of religious and non-religious people to make ourselves perfect and right and to bring about perfectly right societies is a wonderful inclination. When we try to do so, I believe we're trying to live up to an internal drive. But the whole point of what I believe is a God-given conscience and the point of the God-given law in Scripture is to reveal just how much we need what is revealed in the gospel. It is not in us to make ourselves or this world completely righteous. We don't have the capacity. We need something more than we have to give. Something to think about. We'll see you next time. Thank you.